Welcome to It's More Than a Mindset, it's a lifestyle podcast. I just want to say a massive thank you to anyone who reached out by liking, sharing and listening to our podcast. It's really appreciated. We are your hosts. My name is Rob. My name is Rocky. And our main purpose of this podcast is to help motivate, inspire and educate people in making fitness a lifestyle. Hello guys and welcome back to It's More Than a Mindset, it's a lifestyle podcast. I just want to say a massive thank you to anyone who reached out by liking, sharing and listening to our first few episodes it's really appreciated so let's get ready to be inspired by this lovely conversation we're going to have here with our client rod but before we get into anything i would massively appreciate like shares and if you can put it on your social media handles or stories that'd be great as it would help us grow and more people hear this amazing story and will be motivated and inspired now as i said here we have rod one of our members down here at rocky fitness on the podcast today Thank you so much for coming on, Rob. We really appreciate it. No problem. Let's get into this. So just before we kind of kick off, guys, um, I just wanted to give a kind of little bit of a background to how I met Rodney. It's a bit of a funny, ironic story. So I met Rodney through a friend of mine, uh, Jonathan, and uh, down in his coffee shop. And uh, he was actually eating a bowl of porridge at the time, which was relatively healthy, which I was impressed with, actually. Um, and uh, I remember we ended up having a bit of a brief chat. And then Jonathan actually asked me, did I want to come over to Spain with Rodney? And um, um, I said, yeah, absolutely. And one of the this is one story that I definitely remember. I remember we were we were standing out in the balcony, and I remember at the time, Rod, you were smoking Benson and Hedges at the time, and I'm nearly sure there was a box of Pringles on the table as well. And I remember I was basically talking to you about like what I done for a living, and I I had a, me phone out and I was showing you some pictures of some of the clients that I've been training. And um, I remember the time I was showing you and I was talking about macros and nutrition and training and all that. And I remember at the time you had the smoke in your mouth and you were smoking the cigarette you were. And you were saying, this fella is off his head. I don't know who I've after going on holidays with. And uh, I just think it is quite an ironic story from that time well over three years ago now to where you've come now. And, And I'd say you're well aware of that story. Yeah, I remember we were sitting on the balcony in Spain and I was uh, smoking and I was looking at you on the sunbed and looking at your six pack and all that. And I was I was after being off the cigarettes for 16 years and I went to Cuba the year before and I started smoking cigars in Cuba. And I didn't like the cigars and then the usual story, I started smoking again after being off them for 16 years. So I was back, I was about a year back smoking. I was eating very unhealthy and I was at the putting on a good bit of weight. I think at the time I was 82 kilos and I wasn't, I wasn't even thinking about going back training really. And then I was looking at you when you were saying you were eating this food and that food. And I was looking up at the shape and I was saying, there's no way I'd ever, I'm going past all that. It's too late for me now to get into that type of condition. And um, I think it was three years ago, so I would have been 44 at the time. And um, yeah, and that was it. I was just looking at you for the week, the way you were eating, eating healthy and all that type of stuff. But I didn't really say to myself, I'm going to be like him when I get home. And then when I come home, I think I'll give you a call and says, can I do a bit of uh, training? With, uh, with Rocky Fitness, one-on-one training. And that's where, it was the 4th of July, actually. When I started with you. Independence Day in America. 
Look, Rod, I just want to say that's incredible. And I've only obviously known you for a much shorter period, not even 12 months. And I must say, I never knew anything about that. Like you smoking for so long and what your previous life so I was. Just just to give me more kind of indication, let's go all the way back to the beginning. So if we can go into more detail, what your life was like pre-Rocky Fitness, what was going on, how you were feeling and what were your main struggles? Well, I tell you, I'm a chef. That's what I work at. So my diet would have been... My diet wouldn't have been good. I had no plan. I just went from day to day. I wouldn't have planned me eating on any day. So I could be in work. I could be doing a job. And there could be trays of chicken goujons, trays of cocktail sausages. And I probably wouldn't have eaten all day. That evening, I'd be cooking chicken goujons or whatever. I'd probably eat about 10 chicken goujons as I was cooking them. I'd probably eat about 10 cocktail sausages. I'd be dipping them into garlic mayonnaise as I was... This is just as I was going along in the kitchen. Um, I, I wasn't counting them, I was eating, but I can just imagine you, you'd easily eat 10 chicken gilgeons, 10 cocktail sausages, then there'd be spring rolls and all that type of stuff. I'd a fairly, I'd a, I'm, not a big, I'm not a big bloke, like, but I had a belly on me, you know. As I said, I was 82 kilo. And like, there's days I wouldn't eat dinners. I'd be, I wouldn't have breakfast. Um, I wasn't really doing, I wasn't doing any training. I trained a good bit a few years ago, ran a few marathons and that. But I hadn't done that in a few years. And so there was no plan to me food. I just stumbled into each day as I came along. Um, I'd eaten takeaways, eaten a lot of takeaways, eaten loads of bread every day. Um, my diet was just all over the place, really. I'd eat whatever was in front of me or whatever was easy. That's actually so, uh, incredible what you were saying there, like Rod, and you actually genuinely have gone on a mad journey and you've taken some massive valuable life lessons along the way and as i was saying in a podcast we did with Aoife, one of our other clients how important our health is to us and how it's every single person's responsibility to look after their physical and mental well-being and i always relate it back to our why in rocky fitness this is what we're all about so for example why did you want to make that change why did you want to invest in your health and well-being and rod i must say you have an incredible why and it's genuinely extremely motivating yeah, I'm glad you mentioned the mental health there. But before I met Rocky, I was, I was, I wouldn't say it was depression. I wouldn't put a, a label on myself as depression. But there was to be a lot of days I wasn't feeling good. You know, I'd be feeling down. I'd be feeling not motivated. I thought it was losing me ambition because I was always really, really ambitious with my business and all that. I thought I lost the ambition. I um, I was getting days where a lot of days where I wasn't feeling good. I wasn't feeling motivated. Um, one of the big things I noticed when I when I started with Rocky Fitness was, um, I was discussing. I had even though I'm a chef and I walked the field, I hadn't a clue about macros or calories or eating two and a half thousand calories a day. I didn't know anything about any of that. But when I started training with Rocky, I'm, I'm the type of fellow if I get into something, take it on. I really give it me all, you know. And I started training with Rory and I started talking to him about food, and he was saying to me, "Why don't you have a bottle of porridge in the morning?" Why don't you have a wrap for your lunch? So we started that straight away. I'd have a bowl of porridge every morning. I'd have a chicken wrap for my lunch. And then in, in the evening, I'd probably have steak or fish or something like that. And I wasn't counting calories or anything like that. But I noticed after, Jesus, very quickly, two or three weeks, I started to feel really good mentally, you know. And I know now for a fact that my diet and the food I was eating was was um, affecting me mental health. It was making me... It was. I, wouldn't say, I won't say depressed, it was making me feel unmotivated, it was making me feel unhappy, 
and I, I can't stress that stress that enough. Like I really, I know for hundred percent when I changed my eating habits, I start feeling better on myself a hundred percent. And I go as far as saying now, I actually don't have any days where I don't have energy. I don't feel good. Me, me ambition is back. Um, and now my eating, my eating now. I was eighty two kilos when I started with Rory on the fourth of July. And on the 4th of December, July, August, September, five months, I think it was, I had lost seven kilos. And I'm at 75 kilos now. And I'd say for the last five years, or sorry, the last three years, I've been just solid 75 kilos. Probably at Christmas, I go up to 76. <laughs> and I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't count. At the moment, I'm not counting calories or anything like that. I just, before I go to bed every night, I just think to myself, What's your eating plan for tomorrow? And I just get up in the morning now. Well, the last, the last, since Christmas, last three months, I've been getting up at half five, which is another thing. I was never, I never liked getting up early. I liked getting up about half, seven, eight o'clock. So at Christmas there, myself and Rocky decided that we'd start getting up early in the morning. And just the two of us doing a bit of training. So I've been in the gym every morning, Monday to Friday, and at six o'clock, finish at seven. And the energy I have, I go into work then, I just I go all day, like, I've also started running, so as well as the morning training, I've been running three days a week, and, um, oh, sorry, I, I get up in the morning, I have me, I do my training, I have a bowl of porridge, at lunchtime I'd have, um, most days I have a bagel with a tin of sardines for the protein, and then I'd have a full bar about four o'clock, and then I have my dinner in the evening, and I more or less see I eat like that every day, and that's how we weigh. I know before I get onto the scales what weight I'm going to be. I know I'm going to be 75, you know. And um, it's just part of my life, you know. I, I, I very rarely, I love chips. I'd eat chips for my breakfast, lunch, and dinner if I could. I'd say I'd probably eat chips now once every two months. I just, I stay away from unhealthy foods. And the main reason for that is for me, uh, it's not even for how I look, it's for my mental health. Because I know when I go eating that stuff, it does affect me in a big way. You know, and I, I actually done an online course there in the last few weeks through the Royal College of Surgeons, and they done a part on mental health from the nineteen seventies up to the eighties and the nineties, and it's all connected to um, diets and the and the eating people's eating habits. You know, and when I seen that, I just said to myself, "Jesus, you are right," because I actually realised it myself. You know, but um, well, look, Rod, it's no surprise. And I remember I had a chat with you back. I think it was around the same time. I don't think it was around Christmas. I think it was actually originally in October before the second lockdown that we were getting up at that time and training. And I had a chat with you because I remember I came up and I didn't eat a breakfast and then I had a chicken fillet roll straight after I trained. And I was actually saying to you that I feel shit for a lack of a better phrase. And you broke that down for me. And ever since then, I've actually really taken that to heart that like once you eat well, you feel so much better for it. And I always think it's so important to debunk our why and reflect on a purpose for ourselves. And the habits you've created, you'll be able to instill for the rest of your life. So that's really incredible and really motivational for you as well. You originally joined Rocky and this was an excellent springboard for you. And again, somehow you've managed to put up a Rocky service for, for this long. Let's talk about your journey. So you joined Rocky Fitness. What have you learned throughout the journey? What have you enjoyed and what's your most valuable lesson? When I started off in, uh, in the July, I just wanted to, I wanted to get into the type of shape where I just wanted to be able to wear a short 
and a t-shirt without having any belly sticking out. I didn't want to get, have a six pack and I didn't want to have, to be like most guys in the in the gym with their six packs and the big muscles. That wasn't really my ambition, you know. But um when I just when I started training and I started eating healthy, it just happened. You know, it just happened. And um I suppose I'm forty seven now. I feel fitter mentally and physically now than when I did in my twenties. And after a few weeks in, in uh, training with Rocky, in Rocky Fitness, I did actually, Rory started this um, tracking his food, and I said, I'm going to give it a go. And he was saying to me, like, you measure how much you eat every day. And I said to myself, this is ridiculous. Like scanning tins of tuna, scanning um, the labels on bagels and all that. And I said to myself, I wouldn't be able to do that. And I started doing it for a few days, and um, I'd done it done it for two or three months and I ended up with a six pack, you know, at 45, 46 years of age. I didn't really set out for that. It just happens because I just totally, I felt so good and I was getting so much out of it that I'd look in the mirror and I'd see my body changing on a weekly basis. And, and the better I started to feel and look, the more I wanted. Do you know what I mean? So I suppose my biggest, my biggest lesson is that if you want this, you have to be consistent, you know? And I suppose I'm probably lucky that I don't drink alcohol. I think that was a big part of it as well. Because I personally think if you, if you, if you want to get into really, if you want to get into really good shape, you, the drink, drinking doesn't, it doesn't really, doesn't go with this type of lifestyle, you know? I'm not telling people they have to give up drinking. But when I see most people out there living Monday to Friday, you know, and I'm, I'm they, they can't wait for the weekend. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm glad and I'm lucky that that's, that's not where my thinking is at, you know. I don't live Monday to Friday. I am. Um, every day is sort of really the same, diet-wise. And, and Obviously, like, I do have treats. At, at the, I have, when I go out, I have a good meal, you know, but I don't, I don't really long for to have a pizza the weekend or, because I know by eating a pizza, if I go out on a Friday morning and train really hard and I eat a pizza that night, I know I'm just doing, I'm doing all the work that I've done all week, you know. So my biggest lesson, my biggest lesson is, is um, suppose you get it over what you put into it. It's as simple as that, you know. Rod, just so I could just jump in there, like, and if I if I look at just even the first year of us working together and you working for Rocky Fitness and you talk about like the whole thing with Rocky Fitness is we're trying to implement this for the rest of our lives you know and in any situation and if we look at the first time that I met you and I told you I wanted to go to the gym on holidays you looked at me and you said this fella John why'd you bring this fella with us like who goes to the gym on the holidays and then if you think about it a year later when we went back to Mahaka you're the one that had the alarm set for us to go to the gym in the morning you're the one that had the overnight oats in the fridge ready to go for us when we got back you know and if you think about it like how much of a change was that for you yeah it was massive and i was just thinking as you were saying that when i went to argentina with rocky there two years ago and um we went to the gym every morning i think it was seven seven o'clock eight o'clock every morning we went to the gym when we were in argentina and then we went on big hikes during the day with mountains and all that type of stuff. And because we were, we were training and walking on the holidays, I think every night we had an ice cream. Um, we'd steak and chips most nights. And we didn't, I didn't put on any weight. 
you know so I, I sort of learned as well on that holiday that you can you can go on a holiday have a good time eat loads of food loads of ice cream and walk it off during the day you know whereas before like if i went on holidays i i wouldn't have even considered a walk i'd be lucky if I, if I got a walk in like i wouldn't have even considered going to the gym as far as i was concerned you're on a holiday and that was it you know yeah and just i think for the listeners guys that's massive you know that is that is huge you know because a lot of people think that we want to do this in short sporadic periods of time over four six eight weeks and if you look at rod there for example like would have been he would have been 45 46 you know and he was able to implement that it doesn't matter whether he was on holidays people go oh, you're going to the gym on your holidays it's not about that it's about we're doing all these little things to help us feel better about ourselves you know and it doesn't matter whether we're in sunny argentina or whether we're in rainy dublin we still get the job done and we still do the all these little things that help us feel a little bit better about ourselves yeah i remember when i was training with Rocky and i um, it was we were into August. I was at about the fourth or fifth week, and I remember talking to you one day, and you were saying, "I don't know what, what the conversation was." But you said, "Most people come to the gym, and they usually give up after about four weeks." And I was actually glad you said that to me because when you said that to me, I was starting to get thoughts in my head. Jesus, I'm not not really seeing massive results here, you know. And when you said that most people give up after about four or five weeks, I said to myself, "Well, that's not going to be me." that drove me on even further you know yeah and it's like my whole life my whole day is based around me training in the morning and me diet and then we walk and everything else just fits in around that because i have to i just i have to i couldn't allow myself to go back to the way i was mentally and physically you know because I just, I would not like to be back there again, you know. That's incredibly powerful and I could sit here and listen to you all day on that but I just want to touch on one thing. You need to like, for example, in the gym, focus on one plan and stay consistent with it. We don't need to change our routine every single week. You were talking about mindset, right? You have to work on your mindset as much as your body and that's something that's been an eye-opener for me for the last couple of months. It's all good going to the gym but if you're not feeling mentally right, you need to work on that as well. And something a bit more lighthearted, you were saying when you were in Argentina, you were having steak and chips every single night, you might have steak and chips and you're back here, whatever. Following a boring, restrictive diet is one way of becoming fed up with fitness. So if you're somebody who's eating chicken, broccoli all the time, rice, it's no way to live, trust me on that. And investing in yourself is not an expense, it buys you knowledge and accountability. Rod really values his progress as a person. Let's break that down even further. Like everything you're saying, this had a huge positive effect on your lifestyle. So with this having a positive change on yourself, why you why did you choose Rocky Fitness? Why have you stayed with us beyond say the initial few week period and what has been your biggest challenge within your fitness journey? Well, why did I choose Rocky Fitness? Well, we spoke about that. I met Rocky on holidays. That's how I into training with Rocky but when I was training with Rocky I started off with him and what I really liked about uh, Rocky was he had so much patience because I hadn't a clue about um, different weights different dumbbells exercises I hadn't a clue and what I really liked about Rocky was he was really patient and I used to say to myself when I went when I'd be finished with him I used to say Jesus he has so much patience because he'd show me something today and I'd come back next week and I would have totally forgotten what he showed me, you know, and um, 
And that's what that's what kept me coming back. I didn't feel like a gobshite. Do you know what I mean? Like going back in here today or forgetting it. Even now, three years later, Rory still shows me things that he has showed me a hundred times, you know? And that's that's what I really liked about him was um he had so much patience, he had so much knowledge, you know. And uh, we've actually become very good friends now outside of the gym as well as as in the gym, you know. And um like I was just thinking uh, as Rory was talking there, like the days I come to the gym and I'd be training, I'm, I wouldn't want to be there. But I just say to myself, "You're here, Rodney. It doesn't matter. You don't have to. You don't have to kill yourself. The main thing is if, if I'm in the gym every day and being consistent. It doesn't matter if I have bad days. Like I was here one day last week, and I was I was training with one with Rocky." And uh, I just didn't want to be here. And I just said to myself, it doesn't matter, Rodney, if you're in this gym or if you haven't been really in the gym the last while, but if you're in the field and if, even if you're just walking around the field, once I'm off the couch or out of bed in the morning, that's that's progress, you know. And, and they're the most important ones. Even I do a good bit of running now as well. If I go running and I, I'm, I'm finding the run really hard, they're the most important runs. Like it, It's easy to go out running on a nice sunny day and... You're feeling good. I think I went for a run with Rocky there a few weeks ago and there was a gale force wind and the rain was just horrific. Um, we just put our heads down and, and they're the days that, that are the most important, you know, the days where it's tough and it's hard and you don't want to do it. And I believe they're the ones that really get you to your goal, you know. Rod, just for and I don't want to reflect back on your age, but it but it is it 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 is very important, and you did touch upon it there. What would you say to anyone that's in like say in their forties, you know, that think ah that won't happen for me? This like I I've gone past the stage now and getting fit and healthy. What would you say to them? What I would say is it's possible. Because I done it. It's I I, I went back training when I was forty four, and um, I just wanted to lose my belly, you know, as I said, and be able to wear a short without me the buttons popping down my short because that's where I was getting to. And um, <coughs> I really think it's possible for for anyone to do that, you know. But I I will say you have to be. It takes a lot of commitment, you know. You have to really really want this, and I, I go as far as saying I just became obsessed with this, you know. I um I made it my main focus in my life because as the weeks were going on at the start I could really feel the massive benefits and as I said already I just I wanted more the better I was feeling the better I was looking I just wanted more and more you know and um like I'm working with a lot of lads there to be to be all the same age as me and they wouldn't be able to keep up with me and work you know and I know if I hadn't done what I done with Rocky I would have been the same I would have been in the kitchen. Um, working with these lads and they'd be struggling to do a, a hard shift and work you know and that was me that's that's where I was at you know just giving me a totally a totally totally new lease of life you know so um, it's yeah it's, anyone can do it I you have to want to do it I completely agree, Rod. And one thing you used to always say to me back before the lockdown, now when the gyms were open and we were training in the mornings together before we had our classes, or after, I mean, and you'd be saying to me, I'm getting 1% better every single day. And you must have said that accumulated two, whatever, four or five weeks in a row. And if you keep getting better and better every single day, you will reach your ultimate goal. 
and the best time to start is yesterday the second best time to start is now this had such a positive impact in your life and basically what i'm understanding what you're saying is you're taking your journey day by day and we've talked about that you wanted to get fitter healthier and say the reason or the why behind your journey so what would you say you've achieved altogether what have you found out what works best for you and what would be the biggest piece of advice that you would get someone who's starting on a fitness journey? It doesn't have to be someone in their 40, it can be anybody starting on their fitness journey. Well, I suppose the biggest one for me is, that I'd say to anybody is, don't listen to the voice in your head, you know? This voice in your head telling you, I'm too old, or I'm, uh, I'm gone too far, or um, I wouldn't be able to commit myself to this, you know? Because even... Even even up to today, I'd, I'd wake up in the morning, the alarm clock would go off at quarter past five, and I'd say to myself, this is absolutely... Well, I wouldn't say it. The voice in my head would say, this is ridiculous. What are you doing getting up at this hour of the morning? What are you trying to prove, you know? And I just... There's no negotiation. You can't negotiate. I just straight out of bed. So as that when you hear that voice in my head, I'm just straight out of bed. And, um, and I'm into the gym. You know, and uh, that's that's the biggest one for me is just ignoring that voice in your head, you know, um, because I think that's what stops a lot of people is listening to the voice in the head saying, you're not going to do this. You're not going to be able to do this. You know, this is no way to be living, eating healthy every day. I'm sure everybody eats pizza. Everybody eats curries. Everybody goes out on the last Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Everybody doesn't, you know. And it depends what circle you're in. If you're in a circle and you're mixing with people, if they do that every weekend, yeah, it might look like everybody does that. But I, 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 I'm sort of at stage now. I really believe you become, you become like the people you pal around with, you know. And I, I, I'm, I'm very selective about the people, the group of people I'd be with. So I, I hang around with people that have the same goals as me in life around fitness, walk, and lifestyle. You know, so I don't really see the other side of people going the last every weekend because I just I moved I moved away from all of that, you know, because as I said, you become. Well, I don't already say it. You become you become like the people you hang around with, you know, and you can you can make that you can hang around with positive people or you can hang around with negative people, and also as well, I'd say to people when you I found as well when you start making a lot of progress, and you start looking good. People do, you, ha you will have people trying to bring you back, trying to drag you back down to their level, you know? Because when you're going around looking good and looking really healthy, there's a lot of people, just, I won't say a lot, but there is people don't like to see that, you know? They don't like to see other people passing them by or, or looking better than them, you know? And that's why if you're, if you're around people that are, are doing the same thing as you, we encourage each other, we help each other, pat each other on the back because we know what it's like and we know how how much work you have to put in and when i say how much work you have to put in i don't i don't even look at this as work now this is just part of my life i don't find it hard watching what i'm eating going to the gym every day it's just it's part of my day bro that's incredibly inspiring by the way and like you're talking about like other people trying to put you down and that's actually a thing called tall poppy syndrome when other sometimes some people see someone else doing well the initial thing they think is instead of saying what can i do to be like that person they're like what can i do to stop that person being like themselves so incredibly inspiring there just to probably finish things up um i i love of what you said about investing in yourself you know and 
there's a lot of people out there when it comes to fitness or it comes to spending money into their fitness or their well-being they look at it as an expense you know and then say for example if they're going out and they're buying new runners or they're buying uh, nights out as you talked about they don't even bat an eyelid for spending that that sort of money you know what would you say to them them people um in terms of investing back in yourself and like in term, not I don't want you to put a number on it, but you've obviously invested a, a good bit of money back into yourself and your fitness and your well-being. But like, what has that done for you? Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't blink an eyelid. I wouldn't even think about spending money on myself. Um, like over the last few years, there's been times I've, I've got personal training. You could be spending 40, 50 euro an hour on personal training. If someone said that to me a few years ago, 50 euro an hour for personal trainer, I would have said that's absolute. There's no way I would spend that money, 50 euro to get personal training. But then, like, if you're going out drinking the weekend and you were going out on a good session, you'd probably spend 200 quid on a night out for food and drinks and all that type of stuff. So, if, if, you, if, you, if you think about it, you'd go out and you'd give it to a publican or you'd give it to a fast food restaurant. Like, why would you not give it to yourself? And invest it in yourself, and um, I just, I, I just think you can't put a value on how much you spend on improving your, your, your physical and your mental health. You know, is that the answer? <laughs> yeah, know. yeah. But even I remember what you said to me as well in the early days. I remember you said to me as well, Rod, that you ha- that you stopped. And you used to nap a lot. You used to nap during the day a lot. You know, and like now you don't nap anymore. Yeah, when I was when I wasn't training, I used to have to have a sleep every day for half an hour. I used to get halfway through the day and I'd be just exhausted, and I'd have to have a, a sleep every day. And I know that was purely down to um, was the diet I was eating, was the food I was eating. And now, if I get up now at half five in the morning, I'd work all day. I wouldn't even if I wanted to go and lie down and have a sleep. I wouldn't be able to. I just have so much energy, you know. And that's, that's one of the big... The, I used to, I'd be in work and I'd go out and I'd get into the van and I'd lie across the seat at about 3 o'clock and I'd have to have a sleep because I'd be just physically exhausted. And I can't remember the last time that I... Even if I was on holidays, I wouldn't be able to have a sleep during the day because I just have so much energy. And just to kind of finish things up here, Rod, like one last question I'd really like to ask you. And for someone coming from yourself, like you're just a normal bloke, and like, do you have any top tips you would give to anybody that's listening today? This can be on your lifestyle, your nutrition, or your exercise. Well, I suppose the number one tip for me is before I go to bed every night, I think to myself, "What are you having for your breakfast, lunch, and dinner tomorrow?" You know, and what really helped me in the early days was I think it's vital that when you wake up in the morning, the first thing that I eat. That sets me on track for the day. So in the early days, I used to put overnight oats into the fridge and I'd have them ready. So when I got up the next morning, I'd have to eat them because they were there. And once I got me, me first meal correct in the morning, the rest of the day just followed. Do you know what I mean? I found those days if I didn't have me oats ready, I'd get up in the morning, I wouldn't have breakfast. Then about 10 o'clock, I'd end up eating, I'd go into work, obviously I'm surrounded by food, so I'd go into work and I'd end up eating shy, do you know what I mean? So my top tip was, I'd always have my breakfast ready, and I'd always know what I was going to eat for the day, you know? And and, and that, that, that that was a big one, it still is, like I, I, every morning, 
I go into work, I have a bowl of porridge with blueberries, a spoon of uh, peanut butter, a scoop of protein and water. And once I have that porridge every morning, my day just runs smoothly. Look, Rod, you, you said it perfectly there and you're extremely spot on on what you said. Like you start your day off with a win. And yeah. one thing I really took from this podcast from what you were saying, it's not just about your body. It's about your mind too. And for anyone listening, like if you're thinking what I'm going to do with my life, if you're lacking self-belief, know that through Rod and like through so many other people we've trained here, you can achieve whatever you want, whatever you want or whatever your goal is. Like these are real life people telling us real life stories. I want everyone to get inspired and take that leap of faith to becoming the best possible version of yourself. We're not saying leading a healthy lifestyle is going to complete your life, but it definitely gives you a very good foundation to go on. It gives you a good start. You know, as Rod just said there, just being able to have your bowl of porridge in the morning, it just kicks things off for you. It's not going to complete you, but I'm telling you, it gives you a really good, it, re- it gives you a really good stepping stone uh, in coming the best version of yourself, you know. And uh, we just want to thank Rod um, very much for coming on. Very inspiring stuff. Thanks very much, lads, and thanks again, Rocky, for all. I couldn't have done it without you and Rob and all the lads in the gym the last few years, and um, I look forward to the next next few years because I have no intentions of um, going back to the way I was. It's not, it's, not, it's not an option for me. On that note, let's wrap this up. I want to say a massive thanks to Rod again, and guys, before we finish up, myself, Rocky, and everyone else here involved in Rocky Fitness, if you're in a position where you're like Rod, and you don't know where to start your fitness journey, please get on to one of us, the coaches. Rocky, where can we find you online? Do you want to give us your social media tags? Yeah, so you can find us on Instagram, or you can find on Facebook at Rocky Fitness, uh, and then we're www.rockyfitness.ie. Send us a message, guys, and we'll, we'll, we'll get you started. And my own social media handle on Instagram is Rob O'Connell underscore coach. Remember, no problem is too big or small. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And we'd appreciate if you guys could like and share this on your social media stories. Again, thank you very much, Rod. Thanks, Rod. Keep it real. Thanks, lads.